you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with Lotus of Doom, and Lotus, we are opening up the Book of the Daedra today. Indeed, we are. Are you excited? Are you scared? I, I, I am. This should be interesting because there is a lot of these. Um, a lot of them aren't really that important, quote unquote, but there's a lot of them. And some of them are um, very unique to a few more of the games uh, that are lesser known. That's true. There's a big old list of Daedric beings. And we're not talking about the princes. We've already talked about the princes. We talk about the princes all the time. Everybody loves Daedric princes. They even get complained about because they show up too often in Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> and people are like, why can't you do an expansion that doesn't have any Daedric princes in it? And so they try that. And then people are like, why does this expansion suck? So Yeah, why, why does this <laughs> have nearly enough Daedric princes in it? So the moral of the story is never try. Um. Yeah, never try. Or just put them in there anyway because they're they're fun uh but we're talking about the creatures the creatures and peoples of the daedra lots of different and there's lots of different kinds so we're going to delve into this and we're going to go alphabetically through the list of all the daedra creatures that we know starting with the letter a because that's how alphabets work at least in english i can't i can't say for all alphabets i don't even think the daedric alphabet starts with an a it starts no, with it some, sh- it's but it's like a, a weird shape. A. Is it a squiggly yeah. A? It, yeah, it's not. It's not technically an A, but I mean, it's it's A ish. It's A ish. Yeah. It's okay. A-ish. Well, we'll, we'll, so maybe we'll do. We'll start at A ish, and we'll start with A ish, and uh, we'll do that in a future episode where we dig into the actual. I was thinking about that. Actually, I was considering this as one of the options for the episode today was getting into the uh, the runes and like oh, the runes, that, runes, Daedric runes, and rune magic that, and stuff. That could be fun. Yeah, but that's not today. We're going to get there eventually. It's not today. We're starting with Daedra Creatures and we're going alphabetically, which means we have to start with Aurorans. Aurorans? What are Aurorans? What are Aurorans, Lotus? Do you know? They are (laughs) there. So it's kind of funny. Um, We can get into exactly what they are, like, according to definition. But just to start, Aurorans, I feel, are underappreciated with how creepy they actually are. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they they work for Meridia. And I feel like that's a theme with some of the Daedric Princes who look a lot nicer than maybe they actually are, right? Right. Um, but yeah, Aurorans basically almost look like these um, knightly beings. Uh, they... they they're decked out in armor. Uh, they're usually golden. They have like varying lights and stuff like that. But they look sort of like just a really 
impressive knight more than like a freaky creature that you oftentimes would associate with daedra some of those creatures getting freaky yeah Uh, real freaky yeah real freaky well here let's let's go to the uaa we should have a little button that i hit that says to the uesp yeah i was that would be awesome. Your one-stop shop. <laughs> We've met in a number of voice artists. I wonder if we could get one of them to do a, like, to the UESP. It's true. Actually, we should get Dave, who, who for anybody who doesn't know, runs the UESP and oh. started it. Oh, we should Dave. just get him to do it, just because it will be so... Nobody would recognize the voice. They'd be like, who's the guy that says to the deep cut for only like a couple people to ever recognize. Right, right, right. Well, then it's Dave. He started. He's the guy that runs it. So um, thanks, Dave. Dave. Great guy. (laughs) Um, All right. So here, here's what the UESP says. And then we'll we're going to, you know, expand on this a little bit. Uh, Aurorans are an idealized humanoid race of Daedra in the service of Meridia. Their armor usually appears golden in tone. But since they come from the colored rooms, Aurorans can be of any hue this this gets super weird here we go these yeah, beings the, the hue thing though just before like we get too far from that a lot <laughs> okay. of times like it's almost like the glow they emit rather than the armor is different when you see that in game it's yeah the, the armor always has like a that golden hue to it it literally looks gold but like sometimes you get that weird just almost like there's a, a, a lamp inside the armor right and that's right at least in the games always kind of what's portrayed but the armor always is kind of the same right and there's a reason for that because these beings have magical control over color and hue and are Mm -hmm. capable of manipulating certain spectra of a light into working on their behalf so it's like like i've got a bunch of colored lights in my room here like i can hit a button on my app and it changes the colors because it's fun because i'm on camera all the time these guys it's like they're walking around with like their own colored leds like on their bodies and they're just like yellow or whatever color they want in the moment right yeah so it goes on it says warm colors are the easiest for them to manipulate they are formidable foes that wield shock based magic and are resistant to both magic and lightning they wield powerful axes infused with lightning and can and may combine in phalanx formations to channel light and deter trespassers a phalanx is like, I believe it was from the Romans. It may go even further back in time to maybe the Greeks or somebody else. But a phalanx yeah, formation a style, is a yeah. military formation where everybody gets real tight together, real close. And then they can lift up their armor and like their shields. And then they got their spears. And so they become this mat, like this basic undefeatable killing mass yeah of just like armor shields and shield wall. And spikes. Yes, it's uh, it was very effective in ancient times. Um, so and then they also channel their light and deter trespassers doing this. The Dramora of Cold Harbor view them as exhibiting pretensions beyond their worth and are believed to lack a concept, uh, comprehensible hierarchy. So the Dramora, of course, are a different type of Daedra. They're a little bit more of kind of a race of Daedra that are more common. The Aurorans seem to be a very specialized group of humanoid Daedra that work for Meridia specifically. Yeah, we'll encounter this semi-frequently throughout uh, going through all of these because some of the Daedric princes sort of crafted their own, I don't know, personal army type of thing where they're very, very unique to that 
to that Daedric Prince, even if not always just to that Daedric Prince, they'll be strongly associated with it. And it's a little different than just, you know, Daedra in general. Right, right. I have up on screen too pictures of these uh, Daedra, these uh, specifically these Aurorans, and we'll have pictures for Pretty each sure of that these was as, just as, too. as we go over. Yeah. So, so, and there's other creatures that are like connected to them. Um, so, if you are interested in seeing the pictures and our beautiful faces, then make sure you follow us on Elder Scrolls Lorecast on YouTube. We have our own channel. It's not the Robots Radio channel. It's it's its own Elder Scrolls Lorecast channel. So, yeah, go check that out. Um, but there's some other cool details here, Lotus. Check this out. When an Auroran knight manifests on Tamriel, they can summon Daedric war horses from the colored rooms. These horses are composed of pure light, and like the Aurorans, they exist in various hues. These mounts occasionally persist in the mortal plane if their knight is banished. So, like, the knight can be banished, and then the horse is still there wandering around going, like, just hanging out, which I'm a Daedric horse. You know, maybe that's why you see so many of them in Elder Scrolls Online just running around at this point. Everybody's just been losing them. Everybody's <sighs> knocking out the Aurorans in uh, Depths of Malatar, and people are just like, hey, look at this uh, Look at this Auroran Charger. It's just blundering around in the field. I think I'll just borrow this. You know what we need, uh, Zoss, if you are listening to this? Um, people have been petitioning for quest lines that get you like mounts and things, right? Like that's always, it's always fun to do a quest line that gets you some actual reward that you don't have to pay for that you get or is special to being able to do that reward. There needs to be a quest where you hunt down an Auroran knight and you kill him, but not his horse. And then you get the horse as a mount. That would be very neat. That would be really cool. That would uh, do it. Do it it's like they listen to me at all. <laughs> please, please yeah, do it. You should totally do that. And uh, forget the fact that it's already technically in the crowd store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do a different one that isn't in the crowd store. Like, yeah, you can recolor it a little color. bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. We or make have... like a rainbow one. Yeah, there we go. Rainbow Warhorse. Boom, right. So there's, there's more text here. Let's let's keep moving. Aurorans choose their allegiances very carefully and usually only elect to fight beneath other servants of Meridia because they were created by her. In the presence of dark orbs, Aurorans are blessed by Meridia with uncanny vigor, being healed, resurrected, or even prevented from being banished to the void as long as they remain in close proximity to the orbs. Seems sounds a little OP. Uh, orbs that emit light in certain hues can control Aurorans of their respective colors. Mortals who revere Meridia often honor her by adopting an armor style inspired by that of the Aurorans, crafted with the use of Auroran dust. So, orbs and keeping them from going to the void when they die? That seems pretty potent. Yeah, actually, um, you can see an example of this um, if you uh, play Elder Scrolls Online and do the Depths of Malatar dungeon. Um, that's actually a couple of the boss fights relate around trying to basically shatter the orbs because the Aurorans just keep coming back as you break right. the orbs. Right, like kill the so, orbs to stop the Aurorans from healing or, from just, or not dying right, or whatever. They, basically, you can kill them and they just like they get resummoned basically right back into battle if you don't shatter the orb. That's got to be a fresh hell for the Aurorans also, right? That can't like, feel good. Um, like, talk about Sisyphus, right? Like, the boulder, you push the boulder up the hill, yeah. and then the boulder goes back down the hill, and they push the boulder. But instead, you go fight the heroes, and then they slaughter you mercilessly, <laughs> and then you are just resummoned back to life to be slaughtered again immediately. Yeah. 
That's no good. That, that can't be a good time. <laughs> that can't be a good time. It really can't be a good time. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that's good. Because I, even though they regenerate, I assume you probably still feel it. It still hurts. Like, nobody wants <laughs> so to get stabbed or hit with a fireball. Like, that's that's not fun. Right. Or maybe yeah, they're just it. really into battle. And so it's like, it doesn't matter how many how many hits they take as long as they get another chance to stop the heroes. I mean, to an extent, sure. <laughs> I feel like that that might wear out after, like, you've been summoned 16 times in a row and just keep getting smoked. Oh, Meridia, please, please. All right, look. Can I just take a lunch out. break? <laughs> I'm out. Just let me stay in oblivion for a while. This is my 17th party in a row. Can I just have a break, please? Yeah. Um, so that's that's Aurorans, and uh, obviously you can fight against them in ESO. Let's move on. That's the only one that starts with A, at least according to the list that I have. Uh, if you know of, if, if we miss any and you're like, what about yeah. these ones? It you, might be that like Auroran horse was included in this, so that's why it's not its own thing. Sure. But do or let us know. Yeah, or if there's something tangential that you think belongs there, feel free to let us know because there's a lot of these to cover. Um, right, right. So something could get lost in the shuffle while we're going through this. this. And obviously the list can change over time as we've gotten more things added to the series over time. So if you notice anything like that we might have glossed over, feel free to let us know and uh, we'll, yeah. we'll look up specifically Heck, what it is. Share it on it the Discord. Slip the mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Post it on Discord and be like, I found something new guys missed and then you can take the credit for that inform us and then get a conversation going on around it so that's always fun um we'll take we'll take the heat we can we can bear it just like aurorans being resurrected on a battlefield um Perfect. all right let's move on to our next one let's go to the bees how do you feel about banekin lotus is, is wait is that boots barking boots, boots is very upset about banekin <laughs> oh well they are kind of little I would imagine that they're they're, you know they're on the same level say, boots as Boots. Is, right? Boots is very upset about banking because they're both very low to the ground. Yes. So while I quiet her down, why don't you cover Bankin <laughs> and I get her under control for a second? All right, all right. So Bankin, I'm sure you've seen these uh, at least in ESO. They're they're in across the game in lots of different places. I'm going to put some uh, pictures up here. They're they're these cute little guys, and I mean I guess cute is subjective but Binkin are a small lesser daedra resembling a winged humanoid with mottled gray skin they don't always have gray skin but generally they do a tail full of rigid spikes pointed ears and horns on their heads Binkin are associated with molek ball and use powerful shock spells in combat they can speak tamrielic and are sometimes used as familiars by powerful wizards though they are unable are unreliable due to their forgetfulness as well as their inclination for cruelty and destruction. Bankin are agile Daedra. Aside from being able to use their claws and tails full of rigid spines, they can use spells to weaken their foes as well as make them nauseous. They are not well treated by larger Daedra such as Dramora who torture loose Bankin and Daedroths who are known to eat them alive. So they're kind of like at the bottom of the totem pole of uh... I don't know, self-aware, kind of humanish, or at least humanoid. Yeah, like one step above like a Daedric pet. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're like the little guys that the other Daedra just pick on all the time, right? Yeah. Um, I remember, I believe it was Oblivion that had the mage that had the Banekin as a servant. I believe that was in Oblivion. Wasn't there a quest line? I or somebody in the Mage's so. Guild. Doesn't that sound familiar? That does sound 
familiar. The other thing, which we'll get into much, much later, but just is kind of like a nod, nod in that direction. They also resemble very much, very similar structure to a scamp. Yeah, like, they're kind of scampy. Like the, the, but, the I mean, little... we'll get to scamps much yeah. later on, but yeah. like, yeah. I'm standing right now because I, I have my treadmill underneath me. I like to walk and play games and things sometimes for exercise, but I'm doing the show while standing. And this is another reason why you should check out our videos, because I did a little scamp walking in movement. They kind of do that, right? Like where they um, kind of like how uh, monkeys or apes don't stand fully with their legs straight like we do, like humans. So we stand on our bones in order to not have to use our muscles all the time to hold our bodies up. But like monkeys and apes can't do that. I feel like these guys can't do that either. So they've always got that like bent knee kind of posture. Yeah, the little bent knee saunter. Yeah, yeah, a little saunter. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but they, there's a few different ones that look different. Um, I put them up on the screen. We've got uh, just kind of the regular gray-skinned Banekin, uh, Wicker Fright Banekin. This guy looks like a little tree dude. He's pretty cool looking. Grizzly Banekin Mummy. Looks like a little Groot. Yeah, there's one that looks like a mummy. Yeah, a little Groot. Uh, a frostkin. This is like a mummy one is freaky because it also looks like it's wearing the Daedric face of God mask. Yeah. It's got the wind cut for anybody. (laughs) Yeah. It's got like the red mask with like the, I don't know. There's lots of bumps, like wrinkles on the eyes and freaky teeth and then the spikes and yeah. And then there's the the frost guy. And then uh, this guy who is a, uh, oh, this is master Vrenik, the Bainkin sage. That's there's something about being able to play as a Daedra. Can we just even just have like a mobile game where we get to just be Daedra and do like just be a Daedra evil instead. evil things? And you just pick the type <laughs> of Daedra you are. Did you ever play? Oh man, this is a weird tangent, but it, it'll if you've played it, it might resonate a little bit. It, it it feels like something you could do with that. Do you remember that game Dungeon Keeper? Way back, in yeah, the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could be a Daedric prince and just be like <gasps> doing that. Like, that's what we need. We need like thing. we need like Elder Scrolls Dungeon Keeper. Yeah, where you're and like it's just you're a prince and you got your all your little Daedric minions. Oh man, thing. And then you come up with reasons to like lure the heroes into your lair and then like right. kill them. Yeah, exactly. Zoss, we got another plant. Maybe that's the <laughs> other game that Zoss has been working on secretly. Yeah, this is secretly what's actually. Uh, this is Elder Scrolls Six. The <laughs> oh, disappointment geez. of everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, no, don't do that then. Don't. Again, this could be just like a little mobile yeah. game. You know, a little mobile game no, where you've got sure. like you got a little dungeon and you you, you know I'm going to summon a bunch of bank and they're going to guard the doors or whatever. So not a whole lot of other info on this um, other than you no, kind of kind of kind of see them everywhere kind of just there i mean they're very non-threatening in the grand scheme of horrific things that exist in this world right uh, they're pretty low on the totem <laughs> yeah there are certain kinds of danekin that danekin yep banekin there's certain kinds of daedra like the banekin there we go that uh just show up everywhere they're kind of universal to realms of oblivion and daedric lords and all of that right so they're not as specific as aurorans being with meridia um any other thoughts on this one not really. Um, they've they've been around for a while. They're very just kind of they're they're your base, you know, kind of grunt type enemy thing for when you're kind of starting out. Beyond that, they're really sort of just fodder most of the time in big dramatic fights. Bank intend to just be more of a distraction than an actual threat most of the time. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, they're kind of cute in their like they're, little evil sort of way. 
Yeah, they're, they're doing their best. They're doing their train real hard. They're doing their best. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of doing our best, we're going to go thank our patrons and do our best job saying thank you to them. So uh, don't go anywhere. Way. And we're going to we're gonna two more Daedric monsters or creatures or whatever to cover. So we'll be right back. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is Hamish Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Alright, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons, and we've got a number of new patrons to thank. Uh, here, let's go through the list. Juan, Sampo P., Trey M., Alana and uh, Jasper C and Amanda K. Wow, welcome to the Patreon. Everybody signed, all those people signed up in the last week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. We really do appreciate it. And if you are listening and going, man, I really like this show. I wish I could get something and be a fan and help them out at the same time. You go to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. There's a bunch of stuff over there. Ad-free episodes, t-shirts, stickers, all sorts of things. So go check that out. And thank you so much for our new members signing up and helping to support the show. Uh, they get shout outs every time there's a new person who signs up. They get a shout. If you were to like sign up and then cancel and then sign up and then cancel, you'd get shout outs all the time. That just occurred to me. Somebody's probably going to game the system one of these days. Anyway, the other people who you get shout outs. Uh, yeah, fine <laughs> you with that, I guess. All, you're doing all this to support us. You know, you game in the system. I'm not too broken up about it. I am <laughs> all in favor of creative exploits. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The other people that get shout outs all the time are our. Daedric Princes, our tier five yeah. members, uh, Jacob's, Jacob K, Kira C, and Noodle El Dente. Thank you for your support as well. What do you think of each of them would take as a uh, Daedric minion? I don't know. This has come up a few times. I feel like yeah. I feel like Noodle answered that question once. Well, um, I would. I I know. Like I, I'm pretty sure Noodle did mention which Daedric Prince they'd be. Yeah. But I was. Oh, thinking, what like, minions since they would the minion, have? Like mm. which minion do you think they would each choose? That's a good question. I don't know. I think Bankin's high on that list. No. No. <laughs> no. The Aurorans are way cooler <laughs> than the Bankin. I mean, they're cute. But um, also, if you'd like to help us out, you can leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read out your words on a future episode, or you can rate us on Spotify or whatever other platform you're listening to us on. Or join us on the YouTube channel, and you can comment on our videos on there, and we'll see that stuff as well. So lots of different ways to help us out, and we really do appreciate it, because we couldn't do this without all of you. So thank you so much. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of Sidis. That is why the Night Mother loves you. All right, we're back. Lotus, I uh, was going through the list. We're, and we're in the bees. We did Bankin. And the next one that comes up is Bookworm. And when I first read that, I thought, Oh, yes, this is one of those book things in Apocrypha. 
and I was wrong. <laughs> that's not, yes. That's not what this is. <laughs> it's, it's actually not. <laughs> it's not at all. Like, I was totally off. Um, yeah, no, the, those those new creatures are actually not. <laughs> they're not called bookworms, although that would be a great name for them. That is not yeah, what they're it, called. That name is also very fitting to them. But yeah. yeah, no, it's not actually these. Yeah, so I've got a picture on the screen. You're going to recognize this if you play ESO enough. They're kind of these, like, floating, elongated worm type creatures with like multi-segmented with a big head and kind of the tail gets smaller and they kind of wiggle around in the air right the easiest reference point to this is um in skyrim because that's the most played elder scrolls game there are the ice wraiths yes picture an ice wraith except you made it out of the ink that is in Hermaeus Mora's Realm of Apocrypha. Right. Yeah. There's your bookworm. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, like Outlander Frog says in chat, like a skeleton fish. Yes. A skeleton Floats fish. Floats in the air. Yeah. Yes. So uh, bookworms are Daedric worms. Worms with a W-Y-R-M-S. Not yes. worms like the ones that go in the ground. Uh, from Apocrypha that serve Hermaeus Mora. Some claim that they devour books to keep knowledge safe for their master, while others say Hermaeus Mora's cultists use them to hunt for lost tomes. They might do both. They might hunt for the lost tomes because they want to eat them, and then they keep them from eating them because they want to keep the knowledge for themselves. So. Delicious, delicious knowledge. <laughs> Don't you guys love eating knowledge? That's why That's why so many of these people listen to our lore cast is because we keep yeah, feeding them knowledge. Right. And it's it's apparently delicious. Do we did we just come up with a nickname for our listeners? Are they all bookworms? Oh, because oh. how would everybody the feel about it? I don't know. I mean, these things are pretty cool. So I guess I wouldn't be personally insulted if somebody was like, yo, you're a bookworm. And I was like, all right. Lorecast <laughs> bookworms. All right. I mean, it does have to do with Hermes Mora, so that is... Oh, I guess that's even more on brand for me in the grand scheme of things. Touche, touche. <laughs> Rob asks, Rob what flavor have, yeah. is our podcast? Uh, it's the flavor of knowledge, Rob. Duh. Yeah. Uh, so which, there's really which a, is also cherry which is oh it's also cherry flavored okay <laughs> cool um I, there's really not a whole lot else to say about these uh they show up uh, obviously they're part of Hermaeus Mora and Apocrypha so they're a much uh more I don't know they're not necessarily a newer edition but they're kind of more interesting and topical with Necrom yeah, coming out yeah, recently just kinda, that, that, these just kind of happen to coincide with Elder Scrolls Online's most recent chapter expansion. Um, but yeah, they, they've been around for a bit, at least reference-wise, um, as something floating around in Apocrypha. So. <laughs> right, right. All right, let's move on to our last one for this episode. This guy, well, how do you feel about dinosaurs, Lotus? Uh, I, I mean, I guess I, I'm fine with dinosaurs. And <laughs> just, I guess if fine. you take a bunch of dinosaurs and squish them all together to get like a weird pseudo dinosaur, it would be uh, you, you could use the best parts of all the dinosaurs, right? Yeah. So I want you to imagine a kind of reptilian creature that's kind of size of like a raptor from, uh, you know, like, a, I don't know, Jurassic Park movie. But like the head is more like a triceratops with the big old plate on it and it's got a little beak face, right? But then Mm -hmm. the arms and legs are more skinny and the the fingers especially are really long and kind of spindly and got real long nails on them. So they're like they're thinner than say like a raptor, but they've still got that really big head with the plate. Yeah, that's a clan fear. Right. Those I mean, these show up all over the place. They're all over ESO. And they do. 
Um, they've been around for quite a while in the series, too. This is one of the more established, long-standing Daedric enemies. Yep. Um, and just because th- this one's uh, a little more involved than some of the other ones, although, again, still kind of, like, low, I, get, I guess you'd say, on, like, the hierarchy scale. Yeah, they, they're more like they animals speak, than they are, like, really? people. Like, the Mainkin can talk, right? And obviously right, so- the Dremora or the Aurorans are, like, more like actual people. And some of them are actually very smart and powerful, right? The Mainkin are more like just animals. So here's the thing that's going to be kind of interesting about this, because this doesn't I'm, I was trying to browse through. So there's not. a OK, well, whatever. I'll just go off the knowledge I got handy. Um, <laughs> sure. So <laughs> interestingly enough, they have become more dinosaurish, like just creature that lives in oblivion or comes from oblivion in the most recent games and they all have their own interpretations like each game they look a little different but like you said they're they're not really chatting it up too much yeah so here on that note check this out yes this is a clan fear from Battlespire. And that's what i was hoping we yeah. would have a clip so of. look he's like standing straight audio. up he's still got like the bent legs okay. like the turkey feet yes. but so they're much more humanoid much more upright with like dinosaur head and then like long fingernails right yes they have weird snappy tendril fingers uh, yeah. which is freaky looking but, so but then we get to like oblivion and now we're in the realm of dinosaur like this thing right. looks like a little dinosaur. Yeah, they they become more dinosaurish. Yeah, and then the by one, ESO, very yeah, dinosaury. They're very dinosaury. Um, which <laughs> Just is making official, up new words. The official <laughs> word, dinosaury. Um, however, back to the idea of Battlespire, they speak in Battlespire. Oh, so they got dumber, too. Yes. So that's something that I really wanted to point out, uh, which is why I was kind of glad you started with the Battlespire one, because that's that's pretty much as for the most part, as far back as as the situation goes with these things throughout the series. Mm -hmm. However, in Battlespire, you could attempt to kind of communicate with everything that was actually one of the skill things and some so like D D, like if you're a druid in D D, you might have the ability to talk to animals right right because like that. that's what they're pulling from absolutely a thing that battles prior tried to tackle yeah for better or worse um but when you actually encounter clan fears in Battlespire, they are really over the top with the hissing and the blah 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 stuff like and um but they actually communicate with you. They they actually one of them, I'm pretty sure, gives you directions on how to get into a fort. Like they are just that's great. They are. An, yeah, they are another creature. And I remember because I obviously haven't played these in order um, going back to Battlespire. That was super weird because they've <laughs> never spoken in any of the games that I played. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, OK, they used to talk and they're really creepy. Like so, yeah, not only have they become more dinosaur shaped, Dinos- dinosaur let me correct D- dinosaur yes dinosaur-y. sorry that's our official yes mm-hmm. that's our they've become more dinosaur um they apparently lost their dinosaurus and can't speak wait anymore. did you say dinothosaurus yes <laughs> good one I, I'll, I'll let that one, I'll let that one I love be. how that was a very begrudging I need to, to consider that but I think I think that's better than just a pun because I think it's like a double pun. 
<laughs> so I will, so, I will allow that. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't just throw your phone out the window while driving <laughs> after that, whatever that joke was. Uh, usually I'm the um, one that makes some bad jokes. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. Yeah. So, um, no, they, they definitely, uh, <laughs> quietly good <laughs> uh, yeah so they they definitely have simplified that creature which is fine um but i don't know they, well they they, definitely had they've expanded a, on them a little bit too because for example like this is a dread clan fear from right, legends yes, there's more options and it, it looks bigger like this is a bigger dinosaur yeah that one's huge yeah, the that, dread one um and so, like, they've got varieties now that yeah. go through the game. So there's blue yeah, ones and different color ones, green ones. Couple big ones. Ones from the Dreadlands that are, like, more fiery looking. Like, there's yep. there's a variety. Yeah, some are definitely just more green. The ones in Cold Harbor or the ones you summon in Elder Scrolls Online, apparently you're summoning them from Cold Harbor because they're super blue-tinged, yeah. um, stuff like that. So, yeah, they definitely have different versions. But it is interesting that they've kind of... Uh, I don't know, guess dumbed down their communication skills. <laughs> right. Uh, they right. become more animal-like and less just weird, I think. <laughs> right. So let's get to the official, or at least the semi-official description from the UESP. To the US UESP! Uh, here we go. Clan fear <laughs> are ferocious reptilian daedra that resemble a lizard with a large bony crest on their head, as well as a sharp beak and talons. They have tough scales on their body, and their mouths are lined with razor-sharp teeth for tearing flesh. They are generally thought to be of animal intelligence, though it is possible that they are intelligent enough to speak. Like in Battlespire. Uh, <laughs> just in Battlespire. <laughs> just in Battlespire. Uh, Clan Fear are of low status and are sometimes branded to reveal their loyalty. Brand, uh, Clan Fear cannot use tools, so they attack their foes through biting, clawing, and gnashing of teeth. No, that's not what that says. Uh, with their tail spikes. They can be formidable, but they are by no means clever. <laughs> they are known to serve many Daedric Princes and can be found throughout the various planes of Oblivion. In fact, every Daedric Prince is said to possess legions of clan fear among other common lesser Daedra. Despite this, some attribute them to Mayrun's Dagon. Sometimes there's like an originator of a Daedric type and then all the other Daedric princes, Daedric princes are like, I want some of those too. At least that seems to be what might happen behind the scenes. Like some Daedra yeah. creates a thing and then the rest of them go, oh, that's useful. So Right. And so it's kind of funny, actually. Um, one, one thing kind of bouncing off this as, as we, you know, that part just mentioned, uh, they're evolving in intelligence level. <laughs> right. I guess. Well, the we'll question here, that. like Chad, Chad SJC yes, says, is, I'm confused in the games because if ESO is before the other games, wouldn't they have evolved since ESO? Like, since, how does that work? Yes. Because Battlespire takes place substantially later right. than, uh, Elder Scrolls online. And my, only you know this is all head kennedy goodness type of thing but you know stuff changes as the series is written by many different people and especially because the one they speak in is actually a, a, essentially a spin-off game um that's mm -hmm. it's not a numbered entry so my assumption would be something along the lines of like battle spoiler Spoiler. Battlespire itself is a really weird experience that has a lot of unique stuff <laughs> in right. the that I, I actually pocket dimension is kind of a good way to to put it. But the Battlespire is in like this in-between space. Um 
where where they train these imperial battle mages and i think that's supposed to contribute to some of the weirdnesses that you get because yeah. you're in the battle spire itself you're mm-hmm. kind of ping-ponging all over the place uh, between well again lore inconsistencies and weirdness aside where like you're going to Mayrun's Dagon's hunting lodge, which is weird because yeah. that's not later well, it's on. It's not really it, a thing, but also it, sounds terrifying. Like, why yeah, would you go there also, on purpose? It's not her scene. It's Dagon's hunting right. lodge. Whatever. Right. We talked about how her scene was kind of a later edition, and then that right. kind of spawned kind of, bond off into yeah, that. Yeah, they, they diverged into almost like two different things. But I would say that maybe because of some of the weird situations around that game, you could say that like, oh, well, this version of them they ended up you know you ended up being able to communicate with them easier right maybe it just had to do with that you're hey the number two battle mage because you know you're not number one in that game you're actually the second best <laughs> battle mage. Right. not not the first but maybe the top two are really adept at understanding um right maybe it's not that they are different in them that they can talk it's that maybe it's they have their own language but only in this game were you ever able to understand it right right maybe something like that um yeah i'm sure that we could come up with all sorts of other explanations that kind of just you know make it work in in lore in you know non-meta context but right but it was a game that was designed earlier and then they backed off from that concept it's really yeah yeah that's really the truth of it (laughs) right there was a lot more things that were humanoid-ish um there was a lot more stuff that was hyper cringe in that game as well yeah yeah overtly (laughs) sexual things things that didn't need to be because the 90s yeah yeah yes Yes. yeah battle spire is very much the 90s in uh in a lot of aspects right right so uh, to me Clan fear are kind of like the pack mules of the oblivion like realms like they're they seem like almost like a work animal that was also used to attack things like if they're not in battle what else are they doing well they're probably hauling stuff on their backs or pulling carts or something right yeah it's kind of the feeling i get from them yeah yeah they definitely they're the guar of oblivion <laughs> the guar of oblivion ah delicious the guar of oblivion my favorite delicacy oh, <laughs> are you God. eating clan fear they're, they're right to eating <laughs> can you imagine i can imagine a high elf like some high elf mage being like ah oh, yes the guar of oblivion mm, delicious <laughs> <laughs> so anyway there's more there's more info here uh they can occasionally be found lingering near daedric ruins on nern yep. that does happen it's like you go to these places and it's like yeah somebody just pulled a bunch of daedra from somewhere and they're just like hopping yeah, around there's always like clan fears mucking about in like rubble and like <laughs> right. destroyed ruins it's just like well, this is clan fear just poking around little scavengers right. this is a clan fear and some banekins or whatever just kind of doing right. their thing and it's like what are they even doing why don't we ever see banekin riding on clan fear that huh zoss get on it <laughs> that sounds awesome. Interesting. Can you imagine like a little banekin like riding on the back of a clan fair and the clan fair is like trying to eat you while it's like casting lightning bolts at you well, or yeah. something? Well, it's the or it's yeah, it's throwing stuff at you. Yeah, yeah. it's got a little spear maybe like sure. Like um, those little creatures. Um, oh my god! In the Solstheim expansion of Dragonborn, uh-huh. uh, when you were out on the cliffs and the Reeklings, that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Okay. Reeklings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see that being similar. It's riding around on little hounds. You just got Clanfear riding around on little. I mean, uh, you've got Banken running right. riding around on little Clanfear. Yeah, they use the little head fin as like a shield. They're like holding on to it, and they're like poking a spear around the well, side. Well, exactly. I, I was yeah. going to say you got some good ramming power. Yeah, 
it gets too snowy, you use them as a as a as a was a plow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If I was a little bacon, I would definitely be riding on a clan fair. Unless there's some other reason. Like maybe they like to eat bacon and so they kind of keep their distance. I don't know. Um, there's more info. We're just trying to eat each other. In this. Uh, I'm just hungry. I don't know. Uh, clan fair walk on two legs and use their clawed arms and, and, and sharp beaks as weapons. They are capable of ripping mortals to shreds. Clan fear claws are made for hooking their prey and pinning them while they are consumed alive. The clan fear can make use of its crest to headbutt or charge at its as prey. Uh, clan fear pounce on their prey to knock it down. They can also slam their spiked tail into their prey to disorient it. Clan fear are inclined to flock together to hunt and may answer to a powerful matriarch, but are still dangerous as individuals. They vocalize by baying and screeching, I guess when you can't actually understand what they're saying, that that's what that sounds like. Just shrieking at you. <laughs> they can be trained by more intelligent daedras, such as the Dr Dramora. Man, I stuttered through that. Uh, training clan fear can assist Dramora in hunting mortals for sport and have a keen sense of smell that assists them in such tasks. So they're kind of like the bloodhounds of the, uh, the daedric world. Young clan fear purportedly need to, uh, food to grow, which they often receive in the form of mortal flesh. Hmm. Their claws, their claws and hearts can be used in alchemy. So, so there's eating. There's a lot of eating going on. There here. is a lot of eating. Apparently, you weren't far off base. Um, it's just the other um, way around. They're the ones right. that eat us. Well, it's kind of interesting, though, based on that, we were we were kind of like, well, you know, they're always poking around these like Daedric ruins. Well, maybe that's why if they're kind of like a pseudo bloodhound thing, if you're looking for anything of use, it seems like actually that makes sense that they would be the ones scavenging around them because, yeah. you know, they maybe they're looking, maybe they're attuned to Magicka or whatever and looking for some good stuff. Maybe they're just like uh, reptile dogs. Maybe they're just yeah. like the doggies, like the big dogs yeah. of... Uh... Of the Daedra. All right. Yeah, that seems seems fine. Seems on You brand. think they have names yeah. like Fido and Spike? Clifford. Definitely Spike. Spike seems on, yeah, Clifford. Also Clifford, the one that got so big because Emily Elizabeth loved was, the Daedra. The, Emily Elizabeth the Daedra that's the loved dread, it so uh, much. Yeah, that's the that's the Dread mm. Clan Fear. His name is Clifford. <laughs> that's Clifford the Dread Clan Fear. And he's yep. red. Yes, he's he's from the Deadlands. Yeah, there you go. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> we have come up with so many brilliant ideas on this episode. Yeah, no, they're really there's gems. There's so many of them, Zoss is throwing them right in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So th that's our first four of our Daedra creatures. There's a bunch. If we go four at a time, this is going to take a long time. So yeah, maybe we'll do a few episodes of these. Maybe we'll break it up and do some other stuff and then come back and do these yeah. and kind of sprinkle them in. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe people love this and we'll we'll just keep going through the Daedric creature list. Um, yeah, I was going to say there, there's some, some are definitely weirder than others. And as as in this situation, we had a lot more to talk about with Aurorans and Clan Fear than we well, Bankin was like middle of the road and Bookworms is very little on. Right, so right. like maybe we can try to um, it just depends. Forward. It depends on which things we get in which which show, you know, like we'll figure it out. Yeah. So uh, the other thing, too, is um, we originally said maybe in alphabetical order, which I guess would be easy for use, mm -hmm. but it might be helpful. I can take a look through the list. Um, maybe it would be good to put like a couple major ones and then like three minor ones or whatever to 
You know yeah. what I mean? I'll take I'm, a look at it. And I'm see cool with how I'm cool recognize. with letting. I kind of like the randomness of things sometimes. Just, I and just say, like obviously, if we do if we do four with no information, that would be, not be enough for a full episode. So we'd have Co- to do like five correct. or six, right? So, but yeah, right, right. We'll right. adjust so we'll just it. Try each to keep time. this around, you know, the fifty minutes to an hour mark. Yeah. Either way, right, right. We'll figure it out. So <laughs> just we'll squish as many or as few in as need be. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Yeah, we'll we'll get through it. Uh, but thank you for joining us, everybody. Thanks for being here, especially uh, those of you who decide to join us live. We really like having all the conversation and stuff so um lotus you got anything else going on you want to share before we head out um no we had a um very very spirited discussion on the last tales over some interesting stuff uh going on in the community on people and the uh loot boxes or crown crates or whatever and um for anybody who who you know i'm not going to go into it it was a very long episode but we had some great points from everybody uh some different perspectives and stuff like that and um yeah, at the moment, it seems like there is something very wrong with that whole department, and we're only getting little bits of it. So, like something internally uh, is just not working right. Or? Yeah, you can't. You can't. Uh, apparently, you can't gift them anymore. You haven't been able to gift them on PC. Oh, for like there's quite a while. there's errors. Like, in the, like there's in the code. like there's something yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, and and now I and wonder now, if they're making adjustments behind the scenes, and that's just kind of messed a few things up. And well, so originally it was just PC. As of today, now console can't trade them either. Yeah. So it's actually mm. like becoming more restrictive. I don't know. I've never actually bought one. Um, well, they did so go I through the whole. Really confirm, they but. did go through the whole like updating the uh, behind the scenes stuff. I'm wondering if this is one of the pieces that maybe you know sometimes database stuff can affect if, things. If that's true, I don't know. But um, I mm. did. I did hear there was a way to like duplicate it. But weird. Um, well, go listen yeah. to that episode if you want more info. Yeah, I was going to say it's um, it's some good perspectives on very different takes on the state of ESO and some of the stuff with it. Um, which, you know, definitely appreciated. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I've just been uh, trying to get any time I can to play either uh, Diablo 4 or Necron as <laughs> I don't have enough time in my days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I feel that. Um, everybody in chat's talking about like, wh- what four Danekin would you choose? Like, which ones would be the best <laughs> friends together? Or which ones would you like? Maybe we should do that on our patron episode at the end of the month is like, what pick for you're a daedric lord which four which four daedric creatures would you would you use or which ones do you think would be best friends together or something like that that could be fun (laughs) which ones would be best friends (laughs) which 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 would form your super party of daedric adventurers (laughs) you need four um anyway that we'll figure it out as we go but yeah go check out lotus show you can check out my shows robotsradio.net oh Oh, I figured because it ties into both these shows, I should probably mention it um, because not everybody has Twitter. And plus, a lot of people are leaving Twitter. Um, Both of these shows, I I was talking to you recently about it. um, (laughs) We realized we missed both the milestones for both uh, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast and Tales of Tamriel going over a million audio downloads. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like quite, quite a while ago, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're already like like the start of the million. 200,000 or something at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We basically, yeah. we should have started the year with that, but we got distracted with all the Necron stuff. Right, right. Um, so both shows actually passed that milestone, uh, which is wild to think about. Um, I'm so sorry so many of you have listened to my voice for that many hours, but um, <laughs> as sort of an appreciation thing, um, I'm doing a, a giveaway um, where... We've got a $100 gift card to uh, the Bethesda Gear Store. You can spend it on whatever you want. doesn't even need to be Elder Scrolls stuff. Um, to enter, you can either just say what your favorite Elder Scrolls game is on the post on Twitter or send it in to Tales of Tamriel at gmail.com. Like that, 
There you go. You can email them. You don't need Twitter. I want to make it so anybody can do it. Yeah. So I figured I would just shout it out on the podcast as a thank you. Feel free to enter. Um, just shout us out what your favorite uh, what your favorite Elder Scrolls game is, and that's all you got to do for your entry. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So go do that. Do the email or do it on Twitter. Also, speaking of Twitter, um, Threads launched like today. It's Instagram's Twitter, which means it's actually Facebook, which is actually Meta. So <laughs> Meta with that many names. Uh, but lots of people are moving over. Twitter's a mess. So I started a Robots Radio account over there. So it's at Robots underscore radio. I haven't created accounts for all the different shows yet because that's a mess of stuff because I do a lot of shows. So yeah. we'll see how this plays out. But I would love to have you follow my channel over there and then I'll follow you back and we'll start things going up on, you know, on, on threads and see how that works because Twitter's a mess. So yeah, Twitter is a mess. go check that out. I have it in me for another yeah, media platform. I, think, I really, I liked Hive, but it never went anywhere. Yeah, I guess we'll just, we'll have to see as with yep, any of these we'll things. See. We'll see. We'll see how popular it actually becomes. Exactly. Uh, so there you go. That's what we got for this week. And thank you everybody for being here. And until next time, stay safe out there. Tamriel's a crazy place with lots of danger creatures. So uh, we'll see you next time. See you later, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also, you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also, this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms come join us we'd love to chat with you while we record the show or before or after either way just come hang out with us and if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the robots radio network go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network including the robots radio rocket club where i help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows build their audiences and create the best podcast they possibly can all of that at robotsradio.net we'll see you next time Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.